friends. Hi, friends. <laughs> We're back. Guess who's back? <laughs> we say that often. We I think. do. Well, hopefully, the dead of winter will provide us time to do this more often. That's true. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. So, I learned something new. Oh. About you. You did? I did. Recently? Yeah. You have a favorite gangster movie. Mm, okay. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Gangster now, movie or mobster movie? What's the difference? It's different. I think it's different because I think I might have a different gangster movie than mobster movie. Okay. Isn't the mob like a specific thing? <laughs> a specific type of gangster? <laughs> is that what you were going to say? Yes. I don't know the details. Okay. Anyway, this I, is yeah. from Trivia. Again, I, you oh, know, when we were at Trivia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have something else that is from Trivia as well. We should thank Trivia. I'm learning more about you. At Trivia. Just from things that come up at Trivia. So that's reason enough to keep doing it. Do you than, think it's because I think that you know everything about me? And so then I say other shit around people because I'm like, you probably don't know this. Maybe. And then you're know. like, I didn't know this either. Anyway, the question was about the movie Goodfellas. Oh, I love that movie. I know. that's, And you said it was your favorite gangster movie. Favorite mobster movie. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I didn't, I don't have a favorite type of those movies. Like that's a, to me, that's a specific niche or genre that I wouldn't have a top five or favorite for. Like it's different really? than action or comedy or drama. You know, what's your favorite legal thriller set in the South? I, you know, I don't know. Something as specific as that. Anyway, uh, legal thriller. I don't have a favorite mobster gangster movie so to hear that you had one was interesting you don't have one at all not a favorite one not to saying i don't like them or have some that i enjoy i just don't have like oh this is my favorite mobster movie so hold on okay please elaborate on the difference between mobster and gangster i think gangster could be like from anywhere in the world, any type of time frame, there are historic, like, I would think about, like, bootleggers as being gangsters, but not mobsters. <laughs> what? So is this like a fingers and thumbs thing where it's like, not all gangsters <laughs> are in the mob? But all, all mobsters all, all mo- are gangsters? All mobsters are gangsters, yes. but not all gangsters are in the mob? Yeah. Because okay. I would actually say that my favorite gangster movie is, um, oh, shit. I just lost the name of the movie in my head. Uh, who's in it? What's it about? Leonardo DiCaprio. The Departed? No. Uh, Gangs of New York? Yeah. Gangs of New York. I mean, you would say gangster because there are gangs. I. It's <laughs> <laughs> your brain just like, is that where that came from? No. Oh, okay. Um, I just think of mobsters as being like a very specific period in American history too. Are you thinking like what we think of classic Italian families? Or like Irish mobsters. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, but that time frame where like people had territories, but you really didn't. But Turf. But <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Mob has a different and like gangsters 
gangsters can be like, like you could form a gang of gangsters. Yeah, but I think if you formed a gang like West Side Story, I wouldn't call them gangsters. Right, but mobsters also has this allusion to like a family. Well, so do the gangs. I think if you were a jet, you were a jet all the way. Yeah, and you weren't necessarily brothers. Okay. Whereas okay. like mobs yeah, are like family, right? Actual. Scenarios. I mean, like the Corleone family. The families. The families. Except for Tom Hogan. Is it Hogan? His last name. The guy Robert Duvall played. Oh yeah. He was Irish. He was like the the lawyer. Robert Duvall is so cute now that he's old. But he was not cute in that movie. He was not an attractive man. He was like a middle-aged... Actually, you know what? I want to look how... He was kind of like... Please elaborate. (laughs) He just was... Why? Because of the way he looked? But then, yeah, like he wasn't attractive. I wouldn't be like, ooh, damn, Robert Duvall. But then as he got older... And now you're like, let me break off a sweet piece of that Robert Duvall? Yeah. Weird. I know. So do you have a favorite gangster movie? No. That's the whole point. No gangster, no mobster. I don't have a favorite. I have a handful that I like. All right. Um, but I don't have a favorite. Like, oh, that's my favorite gangster mob movie. No. That's don't. so interesting because you have a lot of favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I do. The sun went down, so now I have to yawn every 30 it's been seconds. Down for two hours and it's like 4 30. Um, okay. Okay. So that was something I learned about you. Learned, uh, and this is I didn't think I learned something, but I got to experience uh, you anticipating my needs. Also a trivia. <laughs> trivia is just the relationship. Oh. It's the relationship men, not say mender, but relationship fortifier. I think it's just because it's the only time we're out of the house now, so it's our only opportunity. I think, it, like, we're giving a lot of credit to trivia right now. Yeah. I think it's just every like, other minute of the day. Is when spent else together. do we leave the house in the week together? So you're and- like, we gotta, we gotta pull our shit together because we're gonna be around friends. <laughs> so we just don't like. I think that if we went over to friends' houses and had dinner, or like, I think that if we're doing any of those things as well, yeah. Okay. Well, and also I think what helps is that you know. In trivia, we are given 20-some-odd general knowledge questions. Correct. That don't always come up in daily conversation. And it lends to, oh, you knew that. I didn't know you knew that. Or how did you do, know that? Right. That kind of thing. Um, it was getting warm in there. I was getting hot. And I was going to take off my sweater. But like always, when I go to take off my sweater, my undershirt goes with it. You, without asking, held my undershirt down so my belly wouldn't flop out. So, thank you. I did do that. <laughs> well, of course I would. And Robert Duvall was like 41 when he filmed The Godfather, so. Damn. Yeah. If that's your least desirable age bracket. I don't think it's my least desirable age bracket. I think it just wasn't his sweet spot. What was his sweet spot? Now. Which is what? What have you seen him in? Mm, What has he been in lately? (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Has he been in any comedies? This is a great segue. Has he been in any comedy? I don't know. I just picture him in a cowboy hat. So maybe yeah. some of it has to do with like Yellowstone. No, he was in, I want to say the movie is called Open Range with Kevin Costner. And I want to say Annette Benning, but I'm not sure. 
Oh, yeah. Oh. Open range in 2003. This is an old movie. So maybe that was Kevin Costner. his sweet spot. Oh, Diego Luna was in that movie. Yeah, Annette Bening's in it, too. How old was he in 2003? I don't know. He was born in 1931. So, 70-something? I don't know what happens to men in their 70s, but... They become... <laughs> they calm super, down. They calm down. They calm down. Uh-huh. Okay. And most of them. Not all of them. Right. You're right. Most of them. And the fact that they haven't calmed down maybe is easier because they care less about mm. appearances or mm-hmm. trying to appear like they are keeping their shit together. Yeah. I think that there was another movie a while ago that I saw him in that I was like, oh, what a cutesy. But I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it now. could have been. Yeah. I don't know what. He's not in a whole lot. Right. Who knows? Was it Secondhand Lions? <laughs> it was secondhand lion what is that and when was that it was like a movie that the kids watched when they were little it's like what are you talking they adopted about? this cutesy little family and kira sedgwick was in it and they adopted lions or they inherited them or something i don't even remember but michael Caine is in it too oh there was a lot okay. of big energy swinging around wasn't there <laughs> That movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yes. And the actor uh, who I assume right now is in Tombstone, or why do I keep wanting to call Yellowstone Tombstone? They sound similar. Um, I think that he's in Yellowstone, but I could just be making that up. Who? Uh, Josh Lucas was also in Secondhand Lions. Josh, look, does he play, is he the dude that plays a young He's John he, Dutton? Yes. Yeah. Right? Is I it him? So. I don't know. Is I think he... it's him. I mean, he has a stupid mustache, so it's hard. Stupid mustache. I, I like was about mustaches. to say something. He's got a dope mustache. I'm not into mustaches. If they're without the rest of the facial decorations. <laughs> So it wouldn't be a mustache. It's like a valence without curtains. It's so Man, stupid. Did I understand that or what? <laughs> that spoke to me. So you don't just put a puffy valence on the top of your... See, the word valence is where you lose me. Okay, well, you're going to need to look up valence because that was a funny comment and we're going to talk about humor today. And that was my segue. <laughs> Great segue. So what are we really here to talk about? <clears throat> Sense of humor. Sense of humor. And what that means i guess perceivably perceivably means means. Mm -hmm. right how did this come up um we were discussing an article (laughs) just reading the atlantic (laughs) no actually this came from i was saw on a tiktok or something a video interview of nikki glazer oh comedian comedian i don't know if that's a fucking word and she had said and this is something that's not kind of new about like men not liking women comedians or thinking women are funny. It's not like a right. new thing. But she said she had read this article that had done studies and research about what sense of humor means to both men and women and what they kind of look for in a potential partner. And, you know, that brought up conversation and we read the article right. about like how men and women define sense of humor. Right. And how they are or are not attracted Mm, to humor. Yeah. How particularly men say they want someone who's funny. Mm. 
I mean, I guess this is very hetero- heteronormative. Sure. Which can assume it's men seeking women, for lack of a better. Which, of course, you know, we would know the most about, considering that's the yeah. dynamic of our relationship. Absolutely. For sure. Um, yeah, how men say that they are attracted to or want to be with someone who's who they find funny. Well, I mean, I think but they, then would, they define that. Well, they that. say they want a woman with a sense of humor, ah. which I think they that is true in how they define sense of humor. In how they define it. Because men and women define it according to these studies differently. Yep. Which I which is so fascinating to me. That yeah. part alone blew my mind. Yeah, and it's listening or reading about how this one professor and other people did research. It was on undergrads, right? Which right. is like even there was a comment in the article about how does one sociologist do research? They tested it on their undergrad class, yeah. which is how you have to do it. I'm wondering if that would change over time. I think that they mentioned in the article that they did they did some other studies as well, and oh, it did okay. seem to still shake out the same. So I'm wondering myself in 20s as a, not even t- barely in my 20s, as an undergrad, how I would have defined sense of humor or what I was looking for in sense of humor compared to now. So, yeah. You know, I don't know. It just made me think. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so how do men and women define sense of humor differently? Well, I think that women define it uh, correctly. <laughs> Which is um, when someone makes them laugh, they have a good sense of humor or they have a compatible sense of humor. Because I think that there's sense of humor is multifaceted in all. And this part didn't really get talked about in the article. And like, there are so many different types of humor that you Mm. also have to be compatible on the type of humor like, yeah. if you are a dry humor kind of person and someone doesn't get that, mm. like, it doesn't mean that the dry humor isn't funny. It just means you don't find it funny. Yeah. So, yeah, a woman defines sense of humor or something, someone having a sense of humor is if that person makes them laugh. Correct. A man defines a sense of humor, according mm-hmm. to these studies, if, in this case, a woman laughs at their jokes. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's fascinating. And it wasn't until I heard that interview, then read the article, and I'm actually like trying to reflect on either the way I feel when I say something I think is funny doesn't land with you particularly, <laughs> or what happens when you say something funny, and either with ourselves or even other people, like our friends that are both men and women, mm-hmm. like what happens if I make a joke? And it doesn't land, or it does land, you know, something like that. Um, yeah, it is. That's pretty interesting. So how, I would have thought it interesting how they, how this one person decided to study this. Or like the first bit of research that they did was like the New Yorker cartoon uh, caption quiz or test or something, right? Yeah, and that's they like fun. give them a bunch of blank New York, New Yorker cartoons and they had to write, well, like, I think the first bit of the test, I think the men tended to try to make more jokes, mm-hmm. not necessarily unprompted. Like they weren't told to be funny. They just happened to try to be funnier. So they were given a cartoon. Yes. Or and, a series of them, whatever. And then they were given the task of writing 
the dialogue or, or writing a, a the captions yeah. underneath them. Uh-huh. And without prompting, men tried to be funny. Yes. And women did not. Not they didn't not try to be funny as often as men did. Like they didn't try to make more jokes. Right. Right. They were just like writing captions. Yeah. Okay. Snoozeville. How dare them. <laughs> How dare they do um, that? But then and then I think well then they had another group of students read them. Uh-huh. And then judge to see which ones were funnier. I think men tended to be funnier because they were shooting their shot. Like they were trying to be funny more. Right. They were trying to be funny. They were trying to make more jokes. But I think in a different group or the same group a different time, they said, okay, now this time with the captions, make jokes. Make jokes and on purpose. Like it was pretty close how the other group viewed the humor in those comments. Like men, right. I think, were, I think the, the jokes written by men were funnier, but not by a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a 51, 48% kind of thing. It was mm-hmm. very close. Right. And then they asked the students to identify or to mm. attempt to identify whether the person writing the caption mm. was male or female. Right. That'd be hard to do. You think? Yeah. yeah. And what? It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird ass study. Is this a man joke or a woman? Like, joke? isn't a man make this? I mean, like, gender norm binary aside like i don't think that there is i don't know i guess in my opinion there isn't masculine humor and feminine humor anymore like maybe there was a time um you know like when you think about classic television from like the 50s and 60s yeah and like what was considered funny who was funny during that time like okay. I wouldn't say even then where we had this kind of height of gender normative like behavior and identity, like how different was Lucille Ball's humor than Jerry Lewis's humor? Yeah. Like maybe masculine humor at that time was generally more physical, but you, but we're not talking about physical comedy because we're talking about like writing written jokes. Right. So it's just, I don't know. It's that, that seemed like an interesting Mm, component other than to get, a scope of bias, which they clearly did, because the students were like, definitely men are more funny. Like mm. they they assumed that yeah, it was men who were writing the funny who were, captions, right, making the more funny captions. Um, you should say something before about men humor, women humor. Yeah, I think. Well, let's see. If you saw a caption that had a dick and fart joke, <laughs> would you assume a man wrote it or a woman wrote it? Um, it, it, you have to guess one. You tell me you would just be you would be like, yeah, that woman probably wrote this. I mean, honey, I gotta tell you, like, I think the the most interesting part about the article was when they mentioned that women don't hold back their funny when they're in a group of only women, right? Yeah. So honestly, if I was mm. reading a crass joke, right, like maybe not a dick joke. I don't know though. Maybe not a fart joke. Maybe not fart joke. Women are often like, farts are hilarious. Like, let's talk about farts. Really? Yeah, I mean. Okay, maybe. Okay. All right. Like, it wouldn't. Gotcha. And yet in a room full of like, I'm just thinking of personally the female friends I've had in my life. Would we make dick jokes? Oh my God, yes. Right. 
so uh, much more than even some of like the crass conversations that I've had either where the room was mostly full of men or you know it'd be an awesome study Just <laughs> have like a group of men and women and they can only make like crass basically dick and fart jokes right okay. like Ali Wong level right yeah you know Ali Wong like and there's I think a lot more as you know society has progressed or whatever like a little bit more less tightly wound mm-hmm. like female comedians making filthy jokes like that Nick, nikki glazer if you ever watch her shit yeah. she's funny and she is filthy yeah it is hilarious um there's less of that 20 30 years ago in the 80s and stuff like that well Way and less. i would even assert to say that in culture as it is now particularly with like a heightened level of sensitivity around like what is appropriate or inappropriate. And this is tricky with comedians because they're supposed to tell that line. Mm. Like I personally am way less offended when a woman is being extraordinarily crass in a stand up routine mm-hmm. than when a man is like, I'm like, Oh, ew. What? I don't want to hear. I'm trying to think of like, Oh, is he, is it, was it cat Williams? He did some like blowjob bit, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> this is a lot!" Like, there's, and he yeah. does a lot of like physical comedy too, yeah, and, like he... acting things out. And the microphone is a dick, and like, oh my god, <laughs> it was just it was too much for me. <laughs> and Ali Wong, I'm just like, this is hilarious. Her, this is all hilarious. Her latest stand up, I don't remember what it was called. It's the only one where she, I mean, she has three, I think, that were or are on where Netflix. she isn't pregnant. The only one where she is not pregnant. Right. That was, I think, the filthiest yeah. by far. Yeah. The other two were pretty close. But this one, I think, was just so filthy. It was yeah, awesome. So I don't, we were in tears watching that. So I don't know. I mean, like, I think that I would want to say that as far as crass jokes go, it could go either way. I don't know if I would ha- make an assumption. If it was like bathroom humor, okay, way more likely to guess that men are making bathroom humor jokes. Really? Yes. Okay. Now you say that, and the, my brain goes to Bridesmaids. Yeah, which I don't is a know. Movie written by starring <laughs> women. It has a scene Who wrote it. that movie? I think it was um, Kristen Wiig. Well, oh, Kristen Wiig and someone else. I think someone else that worked on. You can look it up. Or I'm yeah, I'm gonna look it up. But someone, yeah, I think she. But I mean, also starring five women, and like, there's a scene where they get food poisoning and they all shit their pants and throw up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kristen Wiig. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. And it works. It's fucking funny. It is so unbelievably funny. <laughs> it is so, so funny. Um, Kristen Wiig is one of the funniest people. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Um, because see. she makes me laugh. See, this is the thing. So one of the things in the article that really stood out to me on this whole thread is like, if, according to the study... Men judge sense of humor mm. on others' reactions to them. Yep. Then how could they make a judgment on if a professional comedian mm. is funny or isn't? Yeah. Interesting. Because 
they're not having a reaction to right. them. They are producing humor. So then does it become the like, can I see myself in this person that's making jokes? In which mm. case, if I can, then they're funny. And in which case, if right. I cannot, then they're not funny. I mean, another thing that happens, I find, because I do this sometimes, I mean, certain bits and jokes stick with you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like, you know, sometimes you're in a situation with friends, with people, and you're like, it makes you think of mm -hmm. the joke. And instead of saying something like, this makes me think of a joke or whatever, right. you like use the joke. Yes. Right? So it's like you blatantly steal, whatever. Sure. Um, do you think men uh, are less likely to find women comedians funny because maybe they use material and make jokes that they could not steal and use? Yeah, they can't make it about them. Yeah. So it's like... Like they can't, it can't be in their back pocket. You can't do an Ali Wong bit. You're not, you know, largely pregnant. Yeah. And now I want to do one. <laughs> <laughs> when you're teaching class tomorrow, I'm going to rewatch an Ali Wong stand up oh, good. and take one of the jokes and okay. like, just say, like, this is the one I'm going to use. Okay. One that's most likely to maybe be used in social situations. How can I use this? All right. It's... And then use it and be like, where the hell was that? Wow. And like, oh, Ali Wong, why can't I? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that that's, mm. I think that makes sense. I think that it's like, so then if we're looking at this uphill climb that female comedians have had, it would make sense because mm. if predominantly people that are consuming comedy or would identify themselves as people who love comedy couldn't imagine themselves being able to deliver or use that joke, in mm. which case they couldn't be seen as funny. Wow. Then they don't think it's funny. Then they don't think it's funny. Interesting. Wild. Do you think it has something to do with like being the butt of jokes or being a joke made at your expense or like the punchline of a joke and men's like their ability. feelings are hurt. Yeah. Like if you're like, it's just a man and a woman together. And I think men often will rip on each other in mm -hmm. a group mm -hmm. and be seen as funny. Mm -hmm. um, maybe less likely to do that with a, someone they're trying to have a relationship with mm -hmm. at least early on. Right. Um, and do you think like if a what like as you know a woman doing that like ripping on a dude in either a group or in a one on one setting that it's like the fragile ego that men can't take being part of a butt of a joke so like Maybe. they're like oh you're not funny because they were made fun of right where a man would equally do that to definitely his male friends maybe even you know sometimes you get to a point where you feel comfortable you can make fun or make a joke about the other person you're seeing, like I could make fun of you mm -hmm. and, you know, have a reasonable amount of success. I know where the <laughs> line is. I don't think I've ever gone way over the line, but like, wow, that was fucking harsh. No. But I think you also can like shoot it my way. And more often than not, I find it funny, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I think you're right. And I think that like humor in my opinion. And I think that studies have been done on this too. Honey, you're saying this? I know it's your opinion. This is like a freshman paper I'm watching. My opinion is. <laughs> um, I think that... Oh, man. Now I lost my train of thought. Oh, shit. Shit. Sorry. Nope. It'll come back if it's important. Okay. 
<laughs> or, or it's gone forever. Okay. One part of the article that I thought was interesting because it tied into the, our idea of brain points. Did yes. You get to that part where people were given $5 to spend on traits. Mm-hmm. You know, like any amount between $5 and like if you spent more, it indicated that trait was more important. Um, And if you spend more, the more of that trait the person has, like in the balance of the traits. Right. Yeah. So women spent on average $1, I mean, out of the group, I don't know, 50, 100. Mm -hmm. It was like maybe several hundred. I forget. Lots of people. Um, An average of $1.91 on someone who laughed at their jokes, Mm -hmm. laughed at what they said. Right. Whereas men spent... Three dollars and three cents on <laughs> this is an average. <laughs> oh my god! All I got is three fifty left. What do I get to spend it oh on? Oh my god! Um, average of three dollars and three cents. Ridiculous. On like I would spend three bucks out of five. Three I had out of five to make sure you laughed at what I say. Holy shit! Why do you think that is? Is it ego? Yes. Is this why? I, I mean, I'm enlightened, so I wouldn't waste that money on that. Dear God, whoever said that to you, I want to staple their lips together. Um, it's probably you. I think it was definitely not me. It was not me. Um, it just blows my mind that we can quantify such a clear piece of evidence mm. around external validation and affirmation. Oh, that's good. That's deep. Like it cuts deep. I don't care if other people think that I'm funny. Mm, okay. I think I'm funny. Okay. Like I entertain myself right. in my brain. Oh, see, now you say that and here's where my brain went. Uh-huh. I will use jokes as a means to not dictate, but like see who I would want to spend time with. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Now, when I say that after this com- uh, this conversation up till now, makes me seem like an egomaniac, where it's like, I'm just going to make jokes and whoever laughs at them, that's who I want to be around. <laughs> right? No, I think this is a good, I think this is a good perspective other than like what I immediately jumped to is like, feed me. Right. Feed me. Yeah. Feed me validation. Well, sounds, now I sound, oh, maybe I'm not as enlightened as I once thought. Well, shit. Shocking. What are we going to do? Now, here's where I'm going to defend myself. Okay. Because most of my humor is referential, like I will reference movies, mostly movies. Yeah. Movies and TV shows. Like that's where I get, you know, a lot of the comedy jokes that I reference. And it's not to be like, hey, I hope this lands, you find me funny, and then you can just be around me to tell me I'm funny. It's more of like a gauge. Be like, okay, do we have the same shared experience have you seen this show? Have you seen this movie? And do you get what I'm saying? And if so, then we would have a very large kind of common base, common experience to like have something else. You know what I mean? Like it's yes. more of like I'm I'm casting the net and saying like here's the shit I'm into, not like here's how funny I am taking other people's jokes and think I'm funny. Exactly. That's that that I'm trying to defend that. You tell me if that's a weak ass defense. I don't think it's a weak ass defense. And I think that it's um one of the ways that like I was so attracted to you because I'm hilarious. Because you're fucking hilarious, honey. <laughs> um 
because the references, the pop culture references that you would make, the movie quotes, the, um, you know, just like off the cuff things that you would say that if we didn't have a shared, you know, repertoire of things, mm. then they wouldn't have. Land- I mean, this is why, mm. like, when you make history jokes, I was going to go there. I was fiber of my being I is attracted to you. I don't you. know when I was going to bring that up or how, but I feel like I keep going. Sorry, I'll stop. Yeah, it's just it it makes it land in a different way. It makes it land in a different way. And it's like, um, it meets to kind of check mark. Like this was funny and it makes it clear that we have a bond around a something. And I think that that's brilliant. I think it's, uh, you know, I think like it's a much more intelligent. Oh, this, and now my thing, what I was going to say before popped back in. It's a much more intelligent way of gathering like your circle of people mm. as opposed to like, let's just engage in small talk and see if like we care about the same shit. Mar, mar, mar. Like mean, small talk doesn't even do that. And yeah, barely. We could like maybe be like, oh yeah, so we, I went to high school. Local sports team, huh? <laughs> Go Bills. Go regional sports team. Go regional sports team. Um, And that's why like, I think that it said somewhere in the article that humor is an indicator of intelligence. Yeah, that's where I, I saw too. That I was going to go. Where, yeah, where and that was what I was saying. That was what I, the point I was going to make before when I lost it was like, it's about do like who finds someone attractive based on how intelligent they are, or is it a turn off because it's intimidating? And I think that that's another like the article touches on it a little bit mm. of like why men might not might find funny women less attractive right. because they are then deemed really intelligent right. and therefore could be intimidating or mm. could be yeah you know yeah I was thinking that too about not only the the referential humor as far as pop culture movies TV and shit like that but like history jokes because those are oh the ones that we make and. You made a killer one yesterday. I don't remember what it was, but I almost peed my pants. Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) I mean, you're getting older, so that's less impressive as time goes on. True, it's true. At some point, that won't be a good indicator. (laughs) It's like, asked her if she wanted coffee, she pissed her pants. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so I thought, yes, I, I drew the line between, I think, comedians professionally are smarter than maybe they get credit for. mm um, in general, because like if you need if you're gonna make jokes about th- things, like you have to kind of know like everything that's going on. So you have to like be up to date, I guess, and like know what's going on and have some sort of reference. But more importantly, I was thinking of, of course, the history jokes and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I immediately thought, like, what do English teachers joke about? You like how I went there first? I love how you went there first. What? <laughs> Shakespeare. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. I had to mention Shakespeare you because you hate it I, so uh, much. It was just a regurgitation. I don't even control at this point. It's just Shakespeare. And just, <laughs> Stop making barf Ugh, sounds. Can't even deal with it. Yeah, what do they joke about? Mm. Nothing's funny in the English department. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. They're mostly women. Jesus. Oh, so we're just... We're going... We're going below the belt now. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. 
I also like it when you make wildly misogynistic jokes <laughs> because you're not misogynistic. Mm. And so like, it's like the, it's like you catch me off guard. Right. And so there's that aspect of like not expecting something. Right. And then it's so unexpected and out of left field that it's freaking funny. Yeah. And hilarious. And I do it rare. Uh, I don't know. How rare. It's pretty know. rare. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. It's pretty rare. And I could bump it up by 10%. I don't think you notice. need to bump it up. I think it's a good amount. Just in the house. I'm not going <laughs> to bump it up for trivia. Or like around my mom. Oh, that's that 20%. Because it's really funny. Oh, when you, you mean stuff like, like that around yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Um, I don't really skew that way in any other sort of demographic. Like, right. I don't I'm not gonna, like make a racist joke and like, wow, that was wildly inappropriate and funny. I think that's like. Yeah, you would never do that. Never do that. Never. But for some reason, making a misogynist joke to you in our house. Right. You find it funny. I do. Because it's ridiculous. And it and it's not so, mm. like there isn't okay. a single part of that that is true for right. you or in our relationship, and so you know you'd be like, no wife of mine, no wife of mine is going to be reading. I made the decision as the man <laughs> of the house. <laughs> Even that was funny. Some people <laughs> say that for real. I know, I know, it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> just like, oh, that coming out of your mouth is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I was thinking about this topic. I mean, I knew we were going to talk about it, but then Luna was here and, you know, the what children find funny yeah. is so amazing. Okay. And um, watching her interact with you and how she thinks that you're funny. <laughs> and I'm like, so <laughs> by the man definition of sense of humor, oh. babies babies man they've know. got a great sense of they humor have the best taste because in humor they think everything i do their pop-pops are fucking hilarious are hilarious i don't know maybe pop-ups some take themselves too seriously mm. i don't know yeah maybe that's a secret oh my god so good <laughs> so so good you look like you were about to say something uh, i was just looking down at my notes oh what notes. else we got here um how about like, how about any like I uh, you know in the in the reference department, TV shows or movies that you could either rewatch because they're funny or or just any that you find funny in general, that stick with you or like reference or anything like that. Like I can think of a handful of things that I saw that just like keep me in stitches or things that I will constantly reference right all the time. You know right. I I mean mall rats. Oh yeah. Uh gets referenced <laughs> a lot in the house. Mainly because of Jason Lee. Yeah. And his And you know what? You say this a lot about my like why you think I say something that's funny. And a lot of times I'll say that wasn't even that funny. Like I wasn't even trying to make a joke. Mm. You'll find my inflection funny. Yes, inflection. Oh, thank God for inflection. I think you would find me 30% less funny. If I didn't have the inflection that I do. It's possibly true. Yeah. Shit. Because. Well, let's not poke at that because you're going to realize how little is actually there when you're like, oh, this isn't as deep as I thought. I He's just saying true. it funnily. I think like your inflection, your tone, the particular level of your voice that you use 
usually when it has to do with like you're having a reaction to something or you're exasperated by something or you're sick of it in general, just everything, what you say and the way that you say it. I would say the way that you say what you say. When I say it, (laughs) say what we say when we say it. See, what's that from? That's a Bill Burr Bill Burr. He did a bit about Catholic Church. Yeah. Then let us go home so we can play with our toys. (laughs) (laughs) But see, that's the other thing about humor is that it has to be relatable. Right. Like, finding something funny has to, like, there has to be some kind of link that is there. Yeah, that bit wouldn't land everywhere. Right. It wouldn't land everywhere. And... Um, I think that it's like humor is very personal in that way. I think that there's generational humor as well. Like, mm, yeah. uh, another thing that we reference and quote a lot is, um, clueless. Yeah. You know, um, and the older that we get, the more we reference the teachers than yeah. the students. Oh man. You know? It wasn't that long ago where I thought that movie was funny because of the students and then something happened. Well, I know what happened. I became a fucking teacher and taught for two years. And I'm like, wow, I identify with Mr. Hall. And actually, everything Mr. Hall says was way more hilarious. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Once I became a a teacher. Right. Because there was like that (laughs) reference there of like... And props to the woman that wrote that because it was funny from both sides. Like she didn't create these like... I mean, they were sort of like the kind of typical, not cardboard cutout teacher characters. But they had funny shit to say, and they were mm-hmm. their own thing. So, like, now that you kind of, I mean, props to the movie. The movie could have just lost all relevance once we turned 30. Absolutely. But it just kind of gained it as it's gone on. It's kind yeah. of impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was thinking that about another teacher character, too, recently, but I can't remember what that is off the top of my head. But when I knew that we were talking about this subject... Like that was another, that was another area where it's like, oh, you know, you, it wasn't not funny and it wasn't a memorable part of a movie or a TV show until you step into that, like, oh, now I get it. Other life phase. Yeah. Yeah. Or what they say is relatable. Yep. Which is like funny, like in, in looking at movies and stuff with the various characters. Like there's obviously the main characters who get like the best jokes and what's funny. Then some of the throwaway characters who have funny stuff happen to them. Mm-hmm. And that's why that like they're the butt of a joke. They're not making or saying anything remotely funny. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And as more days goes on, I'm thinking about like, I still, when Harry met Sally gets funnier every time I watch it. Does. It, it does. I don't exactly know why. Uh, I don't know. Why do I find Billy Crystal so funny? He's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't know why. I actually think that, I mean, I think that uh, City Slickers is funny, but it's, he's a little bit sadder. Well, yeah. In that movie than he is. <laughs> the whole premise, like the movie, <laughs> the act one of that movie ends with him like saying to his wife when she's like, go find your smile, go on this cattle yeah, drive yeah, trip. Yeah. And he's like, what if I don't? And his wife says, we'll jump off that bridge when we get to it. That's how our adventure is going to start. With this poor man who just turned 40. Or like 40 or something. Like he turned yeah, 40, 40 the year before and then like, <clears throat> or something. Like he was right around the 40. And then 
And you know, then and it's who, like, and one of the one of the other characters was also in When Harry Met Sally. Bruno Kirby. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's good, and he's funny too. Yeah, well, Daniel Stern's funny in that movie as well. In City Slickers, yeah, he's the funniest in that. <laughs> he is the funniest. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Why do you like him the best? I don't know. I like his uh, everything about his character. Oh. Mitch, no, that's Billy Crystal. That was Billy Crystal's character. I forget. So I think it's a whole other category and topic of funny too mm. and sense of humor when particularly in relationship you find the same things as yeah. your partner funny because right. I can imagine that this would be rough. Like yeah. if <clears throat> if you're watching a comedy special or you're watching a romantic comedy or a movie or a sitcom and like you're not vibing on the same jokes. Mm, right. Oof. Well, one thing, City Slickers is another movie. I saw that in the theater mm-hmm. and like thought it was funny. This is like from 1991. <laughs> like I had no right to laugh at half of those jokes. Oh my God. But then like, as again, we, I like watching that every year. I, and I, it's also hilarious now for a lot of different reasons. I remember in high school quoting that movie <laughs> and people being like, what the fuck are you talking? Who is Norman? Norman. Hello. Hello. I'm like, this is the funniest thing. He's talking to this cow who he named Norman. I love this. And nobody ever got that reference ever. I still, one of the funniest jokes is after Curly dies. And yeah. then it was uh, Daniel Stern. He said, the man ate bacon at every meal. I mean, you can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. Can't yeah. do that. Um, yeah, that's another. We A lot of times we think of shit that we talk about. Mm-hmm. is like, this is what you should do on a date. Like, this is the first date. This is third yes. date. This is second date. I think. Prior to marriage. Yeah. You got to be on the same page with the comedy thing. Yeah, I'm, it's like. There, oh, I wish I could remember what first date was. It was like going on a trip or something stupid like that. Maybe second or third date. Like go on a trip like, on your third date? Like go away for the weekend or something. Like oh, go yeah. travel together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was travel, I think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think date one or two has got to be show me your funniest movie. Like one of your top five funniest movies that makes you laugh every single time. Mm. And if there is zero vibing, just just. <laughs> Move just on. call it call it call it yeah just definitely it. yeah i agree with that because i can't imagine sitting and watching something <laughs> with you and you being like i don't get it i would be like what <laughs> what would be i mean i guess i'm gonna ask this question but i think i know an answer like what would be in a first or second date comedy movie swap like shared experience i think you'd said mall rats yeah which would have been an excellent choice because i find that movie endlessly entertaining <clears throat> yeah. Um, do you have one? Probably the Big Lebowski is mm, the top that's five. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm going to think of one because it's kind of relevant to what we were talking about. Is Ghostbusters? Mm. Ghostbusters, and that ties into the whole Med Women funny thing because of the 2016 reboot remake ah. that came out that was not well received. First one we watched usually every Halloweenish I think time is when we throw that one in. Uh, that one I always find funny. Always. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the 2016 one? Did we watch it? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I don't think it deserved the hate it got, but I still don't think it was very good. 
Yeah. Which is, which is weird because like Kristen Wiig, I think is funny and was funny on SNL. was really funny in Bridesmaids. Uh, I liked Melissa McCarthy in Bridesmaids. I don't think I really have seen her much in else. Like she was really funny in that. She's for me funnier in small doses. Didn't. Kate McKinnon, I think, was really funny on SNL. There's some stuff that she's like, do you go to YouTube and type in the best of Kate McKinnon? She's done some hilarious, hilarious shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just I love her. It didn't work. Like, I disagree. The, wait, Ghostbusters 2016? Yes. You liked it? I did. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Wow. This, hold on. <laughs> I'm not vibing <laughs> with this. I'm not vibing. Well, fortunately, it. Uh, it would not be like my top, but I did think of one where I would be like, if you can't reference this movie and you don't think this mo- movie is fucking gold, Ooh. I'm calling it. What is it? Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like every Good. aspect mm. of it, when it came out, how yep. old we were, the yeah. soundtrack, the jokes, like how often do we say, looks like Wayne's Basement. <laughs> Only we're not in Wayne's basement. I, like like, I say that a lot because of your perfect setups for that. Yes. You're like, oh, look at outside. <laughs> There's a tree there. But that's not really a tree there. <laughs> say something like that. Which I go right to immediately, Garth. So, yeah. Yes. Right. You're right. Yeah. And again, if I said that and got crickets, not yeah. even like, oh, I get what that's from. Say, ooh. Ooh. You're not going to think anything I say is funny. Uh, and what are we going to talk about? <laughs> We don't talk about Wayne's World a lot. Yeah, but like, come on, you know. Right, it's a generational thing. It's where, a generational thing yeah. that if like it wasn't on your radar, mm. like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And Groundhog Day. Yeah, that's a good one. Like those are just some yeah. staples that I probably would be like, you know, second date, we need to have some conversations around movies. Where, where do you stand on Will Ferrell? I love Will Ferrell. Yeah? Yeah. Even like his most ridiculous, like Talladega Nights. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. like, I wouldn't, I don't need to watch Talladega Nights over or and over and over again. Step Brothers. Um, well, like, he, I mean, I don't want to say something as pretentious, like, he's, he's got range, but like, if you look at his comedies, like, there's the Talladega Nights Step Brothers, where it's really crass and vulgar, and that's mm-hmm. where a lot of the humor comes from. But then there's like, um, in, the other guys with Mark Balberg, which I love that movie. Yeah, it's a, t- it's he's like he's a different character. He's like yeah. he's not leaning on right that part of the funny. And then even Elf, which is even oh funny as well. I enjoy. It's a totally different, cleaner, mm-hmm. more innocent kind of mm-hmm. funny. And I think he pulls it off. So he's just funny. Yeah, everything he does is funny. Everything he doesn't. Is funny. He could read the phone book and it'd be funny. <laughs> Probably guaranteed. <laughs> it would be a funny thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I also would probably have to ask you your opinion around Adam Sandler. Mm. Not that I would live and die on the Adam Sandler okay. Hill. Yeah. And there was definitely something about growing up with Adam Sandler. Like, even just the tone of his voice, I think, is funny. Okay. So. Hey, you could ask me now. If you. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about Adam Sandler? <laughs> when he first started making movies, my friends and I were way into it. Like. Billy Madison, mm-hmm. Happy Gilmore. Yep. There's one or two others. Super into it. Thought it was hilarious. Wedding Singer. Yeah, Wedding Singer. I still, if I was going to watch any of his movies now, it would be more like Big Daddy Wedding Singers comedy. Mm-hmm. I think I rewatched 
No, Big Daddy was fine. Happy Gilmore last winter. I was like, okay, this is mildly entertaining. I think I caught Billy Madison recently. I don't know mm. where. I was like, all right, this is this is a little humor to it. I mean, I didn't I don't think I found it as funny as I did when I was 14, 15. Yeah. But I saw the charm, right? Yep. Um uh but yeah, I think other Big Daddy or Wedding Singer, I think I would find a little bit funnier. Um so yeah, like I'm How about Jim Carrey? This is another generational one that's hit or miss for people. I mean, I definitely loved some things that he was in. Mm. Uh, I never really got into like the mask movies. No, like I thought that those were dumb. Didn't do the mask. What about now? There's Ace Ventura movies, which were those were funny. Those it, were, oh, okay. they're not like again. It's not like I need to watch these over and over and over again. Mm. Like the the comedy doesn't feel quotable to me either. Right. Um, and it was entertaining. Right. What about Dumb and Dumber? That's one I haven't seen in a very long time, and I think Dumb and Dumber is funny, but not because of Jim Carrey, because the Jeff guy. Daniels. Yes, I yeah. love Jeff Daniels. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> Jeff Daniels is so cute. <laughs> he's a cutie. Yeah, he was really good in that movie. I love him. Um, what else is he in? That's he's so cutesy. Uh, I don't uh, talk about range. Talk about range. talk about range. <laughs> I uh, love that we're like. Let's talk about the range of. Oh, he does. American well, I, actor well, Jeff Daniels. I think we should watch that show, The Newsroom. Okay, it's like a drama in the West. I want to say like like West Wing because I think they're both Aaron Sorkin. Okay, so they're both like really fast paced and like very dramatic. Word. Um, down. Yeah, we should watch that. I've seen clips of it on like TikTok. Oh, you know what he was in, the, which I loved this movie as a kid, and I did think it was funny, and I don't think it was supposed to be funny. Arachnophobia. Yes. Mm. Yes. I don't remember that movie at all. I mean, I definitely remember being terrified of Spiders in the Shower for a yeah. long time after that movie. Um, but oh, he's just a good, you know, he's like a good dad energy. He has this good dad energy. So, you know, for those of us that didn't really have those, like, we just pretended other people were our dads. Okay. I can yeah. see that. So he's right. just my dad. He's another he's, dad. Uh, he and Jack Cornfield. <laughs> who you can't refer to as your father on the internet. I know. Can't do that. It's terrible. Um, any other humor hot takes? <clears throat> we wrap this up. No, I'm just really glad that I'm married to someone who is fucking hilarious. I'm lucky I found someone that thinks I'm funny <laughs> and gets my jokes. Not even like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, at this point, it's not like really laughs at, but like you get it. Like you understand the joke. You kind of get it. You know what I was going for. You don't have to find everything I do funny. Although there are a couple times this weekend, I was nailing some boomers. Well, I mean, there are a couple. We have spent a concentrated period of time together over the last four days. That that's have, true. Five days that has just felt like endless, <laughs> and <laughs> not and, in a bad way. Um, and so I, you know, it has like been permanent sleepy hahas or something. Yeah, going and on. I around think the here. way our Thanksgiving went, there's no way you weren't going to find me funny after that. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And I mean, the other thing, the last thing that I'll say about the sense of humor is like, it makes me a little sad to think that um, we have this cultural belief that men are more funny than women and that funny women are less attractive mm. or less like desirable. Yeah. For whatever reason, psychologically, we've decided that that's true. 
because like I can I feel it play out in the world like mm. and to this day we've been together forever and Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> and and when you laugh at me I'm still shocked mm. yeah, I'm still like same. I'm like we think I'm funny like we watched that movie the man who invented Christmas about Charles Dickens oh, yeah. writing a Christmas Carol, which mm-hmm. we both liked, so good. But it ends with them in like the Dickens house with a Christmas tree, right? And it's like the first time it's like, oh, <laughs> everyone will be all the rage now that the royals have one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like Prince Albert, yep. from Germany, Queen Victoria, mm-hmm. like the German tradition. And I like said something in a very Euro trash German fake it accent. It was so cute, and you found it hilarious. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So here's some more silly accents. Yep. And referential humor. It's the best I got. And me being funny and it both making you love me more and makes you angry at the same time, which I think might be a, might be an indicator of the cultural thing of like men generally do mm, not find women. It doesn't make me angry. I don't get mad. Like it's, I find it so funny. Like you say shit that's funny and I laugh out loud. Then you say shit that's funny. I'm like, oh my God, that was so fucking good. Like I have to pause about how good that joke was. And then 30 seconds go by and then I laugh out loud. But like sometimes there's the actual pause. And like, I don't know if it's a man-woman thing because men have definitely said things in my presence where I'm like, shit, I wish I thought of that. That was funny. Like, I don't I don't think it's a gender thing. But definitely since I'm right. around you the most yeah, of anyone true. in the world, it's you that's like, you say these things. I'm like, God damn it, that was really funny. Yeah. yeah. And um, like that happened at, that also happened at trivia, I think, last week or the week before. When someone said something and I referenced garbage pail kids and you yeah. thought that was oh, so yeah. funny. That and I was like came out of nowhere. I was like, whoa, he thinks I'm funny. If you the only way to make that funnier, which would have been damn near impossible, was to actual reference ref, refer to an actual garbage pail kid character. <laughs> I would have been like, Holy fucking shit, that was funny. <laughs> like just the idea of it is making me laugh. So Oh, look- is MRI Mary? <laughs> <laughs> MRI Mary and I was like she a garbage pail kid <laughs> she's oh, been exposed to radiation that's amazing <laughs> it's bad oh my god well I can't think of anything better to end on so that was fucking great honey well done this is Matt this is Jeannie thanks everyone <laughs> <laughs>